Do you want more high ticket clients? Do you want to know how they think and how they buy? You're in the right place to learn how to get all the high paying clients you want, whatever you want, and how to actually stand out as the world-class specialist in your arena. I'm Leanne and I've helped over 500 women go from very few clients to commanding better prices and calling in clients who are pre-sold. In this podcast, you'll learn the exact strategies that I use with my clients to get them more clients, cash and credibility. All the things you'll learn here are rooted in sales psychology and how your client's brain works. Also what to do and say so they buy. So let's get this started. Hey everyone, welcome back. So today we're gonna talk about what's actually working to book high ticket clients. And many times we want to do just that, but we don't have the ability to book them because we don't understand what's going on in their brains as they decide to buy or not to buy and what's going on when they buy it. So beginning clients buy things for specific reasons and some of them are fierce and more advanced clients buy for other reasons. Some of the same reasons, but other reasons as well. The problem is we usually don't understand why higher ticket clients buy, higher level clients buy, and what's leading them to the sale. And even fewer salespeople, coaches, consultants understand the deeper levels of sales psychology. For one thing, we all make assumptions that may not be true because it fits our narrative and it feels comfortable to us. So for instance, back when I produced shows, I bought a new computer and I needed some specific cords to connect the monitor to the printer, etc. So I went to the little office supply store and they had computer cords, they had cartridges, they had all kinds of things. So I picked up the cord and I walked up to the register and the price was supposed to be $14, but at the cash wrap, they told me the total was $42. I was like, that's not right. These are $14. This is a computer cord. It's in the bin over there. I pointed in the general direction of the cord bin and they said, well, we scanned it and it's actually a toner. What they meant was it was a printer cartridge. They thought it was a printer cartridge, except it wasn't a cartridge. It was a cord. It wasn't a toner. Clearly it was a cord. Again, I said, no, it's not a toner. It's a computer cord. You can see with your eyes, it's a computer cord. They looked back at me and they had this weird look. Another associate came over at that point and said, well, the computer says it's a toner. And again, I said, it's not a toner. Can you not see that this is a cord? They said, well, the computer says it's a toner. So then we had to get a supervisor over and they argued with me that it was a toner because the computer said it was a toner and the computer is always right. And I said, is the store manager here? Because I'm not sure I'm being understood. You can clearly see with your eyes, it's a computer cord. No matter what the computer is telling you, what do your eyes tell you the computer might be wrong here. Well, it took five people. So those two original associates, the supervisor, the manager, and the general manager of the store to come to the conclusion it wasn't a toner. It was actually a computer cord, but it took me taking them over to the bin with all the cords and looking at the sale sign above the bin They literally didn't want to believe the computer could be wrong and they would not believe their own eyes. So it took me a while in that store to kind of make them see, okay, it's not a toner, it's a cord. But now every time I see something that's obvious and it's really dumb, I turn to my husband and I say, well, the computer says it's a toner. 
And he laughs and I laugh because it was ridiculous. But we do the same thing in our businesses because most of the time our clients are telling us how they buy, what they want, and exactly the transformation they're looking for. But we are persistent in our beliefs of what they actually want. And we rarely ask. It's almost like we just don't care. I mean, if the computer says it's a toner, must be true, right? Hey, it's Leanne, and if you're ready to have more clients, cash, and credibility, head over to IWantClientsCashAndCredibility.com, where you can find out more about current programs, hit our vault of trainings, and join the community. That's IWantClientsCashAndCredibility.com. Okay, back to the show. truth is half the time we don't understand our clients because we don't have empathy for our clients. We just expect them to understand. We're the expert. We know what's best, except that's not exactly how people buy. We want people to buy really logically. We want them to understand exactly what they need, research us, come to the conclusion they must have our products and services. But the problem is the reason people buy isn't because of logic. Everybody's heard the saying, buy with emotion, justify with logic. That's every sales mantra ever. Except it's not just our conscious emotions calling the shots. We often buy because of subconscious needs. And we misunderstand those needs in the various clients we attract. So in the various stages of the client, it changes. There is subconscious psychology around buying and why people do what they do. So let's say you have several audience members and you announce you're going to release a program soon for a specific reason and a specific problem. And they get all excited. And they say, they're all going to buy it, right? You get excited and you're like, whoa, they're going to, so many people are going to buy this. It's going to be awesome. And you launch that thing that they said they wanted. And then they don't buy. So you can cue this sad trombone guy. He's come in and given you a little sad trombone sound because it's baffling. It's kind of frustrating too. I know it took me a while. Somebody said they wanted something, I would offer it, and the same people who wanted it were like, no, I don't want that. So some of the reasons people buy are the subconscious underlying fears and needs, but those fears and needs change with the caliber of the client. And elevated clients have also decided down deep in their souls that they need this thing. So let's get into the first three reasons people buy, and this includes more beginning clients, people that are not as far along, and sometimes marketing is really geared towards these three things because they are considered more of the pain points. So clients that are in pain are usually less elevated than clients who are not in pain and they just want to go faster. So traditional marketing treats them differently then we need to be treating our high-end clients. So the three reasons clients buy that are tied to pain points, they're afraid to fail, they long to belong, and they don't currently feel accepted, and they want to feel safe within whatever container they buy. So while a lot of offers help people to do three of these things, all three of them, those are not necessarily always what an elevated client is thinking or feeling. Even if those are harboring in the subconscious somewhere, it's not the driving force. So your offer, if it only leans to those three things, you might have problems attracting higher ticket clients because your higher ticket clients' emotions and subconsciousness are working in different ways. 
than the client who is desperate. A client in desperate energy has subconscious fears that are overriding reason. Okay, Higher ticket clients are actually trusting in themselves and they feel safe with their decisions. Even if it's a bad decision, they believe they're going to get something from everything they invest in. They long to belong, but they want to belong in the highest level rooms, rubbing shoulders with people farther along than they are. And they will pay top dollar to be there because they know it's a catalyst for the next level. They need to be in that room. They aren't necessarily afraid of failing because they have margin. And that margin means that they're not desperate for whatever they need. They know failure sometimes means that success is coming right around the corner from failure, and they're good at turning these failures around so they don't have deep-seated subconscious fears about it, or if they do, they're really suppressed by outward confidence. The problem is that we are marketing desperation marketing to people who are not desperate, and then we wonder why we can't attract higher-level people. A high-ticket client is attracted to the right kind of marketing. I'm going to say that again. A high-ticket client is attracted to the right kind of marketing. You can still reassure someone they will belong, but in rooms that fit their station, they will be with people just like them, elevated and luxe and in the know, and they'll be rubbing shoulders with people just like them or farther along than them. You can still assure someone they are safe by showing your expertise and client case studies, but they don't need as much reassurance they'll be safe because they feel safety and confidence within themselves. They assure their own success. It's a difference. One of the absolute best things you can do for your business is to really dive deep into how your client thinks and how they buy. And not many people talk about this, but if you do, your content, your messaging, everything will be pointing clients in the right direction, meaning your offers and your programs sell and they sell automatically. If you decide to do ads, your ads speak directly to the heart of your ideal client and the elevated client that can afford you will know your program is absolutely the best fit for them. Now, the other thing people don't know is there is less competition at the top than at the bottom. So you don't want to ignore more beginning clients because they need help too. Obviously, they need help. But your higher level clients are searching for their next opportunity. Whether that's personal development, relationships, health, help with their business, they're looking for the next thing to buy so they can have a better life. And frankly, there aren't that many options in the elevated and luxury arena. I personally searched recently for my next container to up-level my business, and I found about three options that were kind of viable. One was not even open, so I rejected that one. And then I chose between the other two programs. I automatically dismissed the one that wasn't open, but the only other two that I could find that were really good for my level, my expertise, people that I thought I could learn from, there wasn't very many offers to choose from. So if you decide to up-level your own clients to that highest luxe market, you actually don't have tons of competition up there. And if you also understand them inside and out, your program price point really won't matter anymore. Okay, we'll see you next time. 
Remember to hit subscribe and to stay updated, head over to IWantClientsCashAndCredibility.com. I'm Leanne Heil and we'll see you on the next episode.